Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. Eli, when you ready? Isn't it Joe? Yeah, Joe, you're going to bring us in. Oh, all right. Welcome back to the floor. We are in uh, D&D in Eberron, as this is another patron request. Uh, Elijah the Warden has requested, uh, not this specifically, but he wanted the patrons and the deities uh, of Eberron in general. Just as he creates his characters, he always felt that this was something that uh, he didn't know as much about it, and it wasn't as deep as he wanted it to be. So he's requested we dive in and uh, give him a little more background so he can be a little more uh, particular in, in picking uh, who he's going to be a patron to and, and whatnot. So today we're going to be talking about a religious organization called the Silver Flame. The Church of the Silver Flame. There, there we go. A difference between the two. Now, last time we were talking about the Sovereign Host and the Silver Flame is kind of like uh, Christianity versus Judaism. Right. So this is a savior that came um, and has altered. So wait, so so you're saying that like the sovereign host is like Judaism and then the silver flame is like the branch Christianity. Off of Christianity. Be like Correct. something that happened in this other religion and it's created its own thing now. So basically right. the, the one discrepancy is we believe that something happened. We believe it didn't. Well, we can't discuss anything else ever again. We believe everything else happened. <laughs> but this one thing did or didn't. And that's where we disagree right right and so uh the silver flame is written in the draconic prophecy um and it is what ends the demon age so first we have the dragon age and they discover the dragons and the coalts uh the quaddles right yeah the quaddles um they they discover the draconic prophecy together and the quaddles were dragons they're long snakes so like uh was it in in uh, kong versus godzilla or godzilla versus kong those things that he fights it's like a long snake with like these huge bat wings Uh, usually rainbow feathers yeah Yeah, okay yeah yeah they 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 originate or they were no arms no legs they were in like brazilian yeah so no no The term quaddle comes from Quetzalcoatl, which is feathered serpent, right? Which was a deity there. From the Aztec mythology. Yeah. So, yeah, the Aztec mythology. Brazil area just before Brazil. (laughs) Right, right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I understand why. So that's that's where the name of the creature quaddle comes from. It's it's taken out of Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. So if you were to Quetzalcoatl, what would you do with it, Joe? 
I think they're big enough to ride, right? Ah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a very good investment. So yeah. So also, like I guess uh, the quaddle is very much in the in the idea of the um the Asian dragon, right? The long serpent, except these have mm-hmm. wings, whereas Asian dragons don't have wings but can still fly. Depends on the Asian dragon, but yeah. Um so um they have discovered the draconic prophecy together. Um, the sovereign host has already been created and, uh, the demon age comes. Now, the reason the demon age comes is there's these overlords who are referred to as the children of Kyber sent up from Kyber to destroy Eberron to release their father. And this is a million year era where the overlords, the demons, the uh, okay. the so, devils are trying to destroy Eberron to release their fall. So let, let's explain that a little bit. I mean, hopefully everybody's listening in order, but the world is called Eberron, but it is actually made up of the bodies of these two dragon gods, right? One is Kyber, who was an evil dragon. And Kyber killed the third member of this trio which was the good dragon. And after Cyrus. Yeah, Cyrus. So after Kyber kills the good dragon, Ebron binds him. So he wraps himself around him and holds him. And, and Ebron's the, a good dragon too, right? Ebron is a neutral dragon. Correct. Wow. We have good, we have evil, and we have neutral. neutral. Yeah. Ebron is neutral. So yeah, so he wraps him up and he binds him. And that the evil dragon, Kyber, bound by the neutral dragon, Eberron, is what creates the world of Eberron. And we call it Eberron because the land masses are Eberron's body. Yes. And then everything beneath is Kyber, like the and yes. darkness and, then, and the evil. And the, yeah. Got the it. surface of the planet is Eberron. And so what they're trying to do that is Kyber. Okay, so Sybaris, Cerberus, 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 is he... Is he, she, are they a part of she. this at all? She's dead. Does part of her still? She is dragon shards and so, creates a, yeah. a so halo. You know how, yeah, like, like Saturn has rings. Eberron has rings. It has these rings of crystallized dragon blood, I would say. And this is the body of Sybaris. And After being destroyed. After being shattered. destroyed, yeah. And so occasionally these these uh, pieces of these rings will fall down to the earth. And these are the dragon shards that you find on Eberron. And they're very valuable. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I mean, they're, they're essentially pieces of a God. So what can they be used for? Oh, they use them for everything. So uh, you remember <laughs> when I told you about the, uh, the elementals. airships, the yeah, water element, ships, the, the elementals, uh-huh. you can catch those. Every out. one of those has a dragon shard. Oh, yeah, because so anything you put the elemental in the dragon shard, and then the dragon shard goes yeah. in the airship. Any awesome Correct. magical stuff going on in Ebron, they're using dragon shards. So kind of like how Skyrim has their little gemstones or whatever those are, the soul stones. This is like that, but way better. So, well, D and D has their own soul stones, right? Like soul stone, you you can get a soul stone in D and D and trap a soul in it. And so this is something else. This is something more. So. Are, are we good on our history right now? Yeah, I think I'm good now. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So what they're trying to do is get the neutral dragon to release 
the evil dragon so that he can be free. That's what that's, that's what, what these people are trying to do. The children of Kyber? Yes, the overlords, the children of Kyber, uh, immortal beings, um, basically your worst nightmares. Um, And they are trying to destroy Eberron to release Kyber. And this lasts for about a million years. And this this sounds like uh, if you're familiar with Skyrim, the elves are trying to destroy the world of Tamriel, believing that they'll ascend into godhood, even though they live on the world. Well, like, that's, that's the that's, same. It's literally Halo. Like that's uh, the, the covenant... same thing that's going on here. They're like, let's destroy the world we live on, and hopefully Kyber will take care of us when he's yeah. We'll, we'll ascend to greatness if we destroy it. That's that's what happened in Halo. Like the covenant, <laughs> you fight. That basically, it's 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 in two when they start talking about it, but that the prophets are talking about how like we want to turn all these rings on and destroy everything like the whole all the galaxies because we'll get to ascend when we do it yeah and yeah it's 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 almost like, a no. suicide cult it's like, like are we a suicide cult or will we be rewarded see this it's is why i like us. factual data in situations like that it's like we are going to destroy the planet and ascend do you have proof do you have proof? Because <laughs> like, I will sign up if you have proof. proof. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Getting back to the story, okay? So the Silver Flame is an abstract entity that is written in the Draconic Prophecy. And so the dragons and the cults are like, what are we going to do about the demons trying to destroy the world? Uh and the answer is in the Draconic Prophecy. And the answer is the Silver Flame. However, it requires a great sacrifice. The majority of the Quaddles have to sacrifice themselves. And their collective souls will create the abstract entity that is the Silver Flame. Oh, interesting. This is what ends the Age of Demons. Because then now we have talked about the end of the age of demons, but I didn't realize that that created the silver flame. Wait, well, so the, the, quest the silver flame locks the demons, demons yeah. down into Kyber. Yeah. So, Wait, so, so back up. Let me ask a question. Yeah. Uh, the Quattles are uh-huh. good, and uh-huh. the majority of them had to die to give themselves up. To, to, create to save the world. So they didn't yeah. get to benefit. They just had to... Gosh, it's Dark Souls, man. <laughs> we're, oh. we're, what are we going to be talking about after the break? Uh, more about like like the Church of the Silver Flame. Which we're we actually going to, to talk about the Church of the Silver Flame. The thing we're so wait, wait, wait. So, I, so you did mention that this is like uh, Judaism and Christianity. So there uh-huh. are deniers... Of the silver flame, they're like the silver flame didn't happen. We are still in the age of demons. <laughs> I think it's more that uh, uh, sure that happened. You know, it, it's it's more like oh, Jesus was a, a great philosopher, a great teacher, but he's not the savior you think he is. Oh, um, right, right, right. that's that's the, yeah. so. So their view is like, yeah, the silver flame thing happened. But, but that's not the sovereign host. How, right. long the host the right. yeah. uh, How long ago did the silver flame happen? How long ago did the silver flame happen? Two millennia. Yeah, dude, that's so easy for people to not believe that happened. <laughs> After a hundred years, people think there's a lot of people who didn't think the ho- Holocaust happened. Like, 
And that's less than 100 years. Yeah, so (laughs) that's 80 years ago. So two millennia, of course there are people who are like, yeah, they wrote that. Like, that's that's cool lore. But yeah, no, demons aren't real. (laughs) Yeah, demons aren't (laughs) real. All right, we'll tell you to talk more about the Silver Flame when we get back. They're like, you ever met a demon? Like, yeah, they're like, no, see, they don't exist. I proof. They're like, no, because they found I'll them. I'll sign all. up. <laughs> I'll sign up. Do you have proof? <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Okay, so we have been mentioning at the end of our episodes recently about the treasure room, how, as Aaron likes to describe it, in the floor we go deep into things, but in the treasure room we kind of go wide. And we wanted to give people who have never been in the treasure room uh, a little bit of a sample. So going forward, we'll probably be uh, putting in little bits and pieces here. So here is a small clip uh, from the treasure room. We hope you enjoy it and are interested in uh, learning more in there. But from the birth of this... uh, uh silver the church of the silver flame it it is that uh they are heavily influential on the governing body that is the nation of thrain so like like you 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 could say they run thrain interesting mm-hmm. so sovereign hosts may not love that right, right. may not love that <laughs> so there could be animosity there's not physical violence going on really there's a reason flame heap is the capital the Silver Flame Church took over Thrain after this happened. So in this episode, we're going to be diving deeper into the Silver Flame. And so the first half of this episode was primarily just setting the groundwork so we can have a better understanding of what the Silver Flame is. So quaddles are kind of like dragons, but lesser, very powerful. No, greater. Greater. They're greater than dragons. There we go. See, they're greater than dragons and they're benevolent beings. And apparently the only way to stop evilness from happening and spreading and destroying Eberron was for the majority of them to sacrifice themselves and become what is now called the silver flame. Correct. Okay, let's get into what that is. So, uh, uh, the Silver Flame, um, it physically manifests itself as a Silver Flame. It is cool to the touch and does not burn materials. However, it burns demons. Can you light your weapons with it? uh, uh, There are a few different ways, but but the main way uh, the Silver Flame is used is to close gates to Kyber. So there is a metal in Ebron called Flame Touched, right? Touched by the power of the Silver Flame. And that is used to penetrate uh, the the resistance of demons. Yes, this this is anti-demon fire, right? Demons live in fire. This is anti-demon fire. That's cool. Oh my to touch. It's cold. It's cold fire. Can uh-huh. you? Would there be a way to ingest it and just like imbue <laughs> yourself with it? So you could just go out and just start beating demons, like punching them, and they're just like, "Ow, oh, that hurts!" Like you remember the first Harry what, Potter? What you when could like Quill touches is, him and he starts uh, melting. And this is actually a thing. What you do is you get um, hand wraps with uh, flame-touched 
metal threads woven through them, and the monks punch demons with them. Oh yes, let's let's do that. I just think that'd be such a cool way to hunt demons. Like I'm here for a demon. It's like you're 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 shirtless and you're wearing wrist wraps. So I'm, I got to get back on subject. We are <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, we've covered all that. So the when the uh, Church of the Silver Flame is created is when uh, we are in the year. 2099 year of the kingdom also known as the year of fire and blood what happened this year was a volcano erupted and that volcano was actually a gate to kyber and demons come flowing out of it and and devils come flowing out of it as well as one of the overlords the Children, oh, one he of got the out. Child, yeah. He, so he's partially released. So he's still landlocked, but he is on the surface, and he takes over the nation known as Thrain, uh, which is just to the west of the Mornlands, uh, kind of northwest. Um, and uh, uh, before this happens, there is an individual called Tira Myron. And before this happens, she receives a vision that this happens. And she begins to collect an army to fight against this. So, however, she's unable to thwart it, but she's battling against it so that the demons and devils are not uh, taking over the entire continent. She's not winning and she's not losing. She's kind of just holding them. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Um, Need the, more flint touch metal. Yeah, come on, get some monks in there. Beat some <laughs> demons butts. Well, the flame touch metal will come after this oh. happens. Oh, she she is she is the the. Wait, what's the year the on this again? Uh, twenty ninety nine YK. Blood and fire. Oh, so this is during the during the kingdom, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. She she was born in the kingdom of Galifar. Yes. Okay. I don't know what that means. So I'll walk you through it. So there's a king named Galifar, and he conquers all of Kovir. Oh, and, all of Kovir. Uh, all, the whole continent conquers the okay. whole thing and makes that his nation, the nation of Galifar. And his conquering and establishing the nation of Galifar is essentially zero YK, year of the kingdom, right? So okay. from that moment that it is all one nation, we have year of the kingdom. And the Galifar is around for a couple hundred years. And then one of the kings has five sons. and each son is given uh, a smaller territory to rule over. Um, And then when he dies, he picks the successor who will then take over everything. Well, at the time of his death, the five, the four other sons refuse to acknowledge um, their, their brother as the successor. And they each claim their own kingdom and went to war, which is the last war. That's that hundred year war. The hundred year war. Yeah. Five armies, just like Lord of the Rings. Got it. Yep. That's where that came in. I understand. Right. Okay, so, yeah, flame. So, so we're back in. We're in the kingdom of Galifar. She's about to make magic metal, and Belshalor is raining havoc on the world. 
but she has gathered an army and is battling against him. She then receives another vision that she should go. Oh, I forgot to mention her sword. Uh, Chlorjoin? Cloin, I think it's Cloin, Cloinger or Cloinger? Cloinger. Okay, we'll go with Cloinger. So, Cloinger is a very unique demon slaying weapon that has a, sh- a dragon shard of Kyber, not of Sybaris. These are oh. extremely rare shards. And uh, uh, so, uh, the three key elements here are the Silver Flame. Tira Miron and Cloinger. The three of them uh, are going to become a new version of the Silver Flame. So she receives a vision that she should go and, and confront confront uh, the demon that walks the earth, or Eberon, Bel Shalor, um, and that a Kowalt will meet her there. And they will defeat this overlord together. And that is what happens. She does. She takes her army and she charges straight forth. The Koalt meets her there and she takes her sword and plunges it into the great demon. And what remains is the flame, uh, the silver flame. And that flame still burns today. In fact, um, the. Koalt, the human paladin, and the sword all combine into one. And the sword is now buried in the ground up to its hilt. And there is a silver flame there. And everyone thought she had died, but her voice returned through this flame that still burns there. This is now the capital city, Flamekeep of Thrain. Oh, interesting. They built a city around this location. And so she gave her consciousness to this? So she still speaks through this flame. Interesting. Now, she is a different entity than the flame, but she is the only one that can communicate with the flame. Oh, she's not dead. She, correct. Correct. She is okay. now an eternal being. Okay. She's not dead. She's the voice of the silver flame. That is how she is referred to. All right. Oracle girl. Good job. So what was her name again? Sarah Myron or Miron. Miron? Miron sounds familiar. Kira Miron. So uh, I actually went on a quest to get this sword once. Oh, did you? Uh DDO or campaign? DDO. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I, it, it, it is stuck in the ground. And so a bunch of dwarves had actually took the ground and moved it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you sword. can't pull it out. So it's like, we'll just <laughs> take the earth. Like at some point we can dig. We'll find that. And then we'll just take everything. <laughs> dwarves are always going to dwarf. They're like, well, we, we're not, we're not going to be able to lift it out. We can't drink it out. We can dig it out though. We like digging. <laughs> we're diggers. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And so we had to go and, and nego- negotiate with these dwarves to get it back or kill them. You can go either way. So well, that's still a negotiation. Like, one of the it. first things that happens after this event and the voice is there in the flame is the voice now selects the leader of the church of oh. the silver flame. 
And every time there's a new leader needed, the flame is the one who elects them. So, so I feel like, like this is the moment that like the sovereign hosts they're denying, right? They're like, yeah, that's not a thing. Be like, but the flame is there. It's so the sword, right? Right. In the same way that the Christians are like, but this is the cave and that's the stone. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so the church's silver flame is probably the only religion in Eberron that has a physical manifestation of their belief in their divine. Does that make sense? Oh, they can actually physically prove that they have a divine being. Yes. You can go and touch the flame and feel its coolness on oh, your hand. Uh, yeah, I bet that's a long line. What about Jerkin, <laughs> Merkel, and Ball or Bane? That, that's the Forgotten Realms. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, still Forgotten the, Realms. Ever most most religions do not have some kind of physical manifestation of their proof of belief. But is it, uh, I, I feel like this is, this is, uh, like out of, out of, uh, uh, the Middle East, uh, what is it? Not Hindus. What is the Middle East? What's the big Buddhism? one there? Islam. Islam? Yeah. Muslim? Islam. They have Mecca, right? And yep. in Mecca, they've got the stone, that stone that they all go to. They take the pilgrimage. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they touch it. And I feel like that's what that silver flame is. And like in the Mecca, like it is a massive line that just goes forever. Just people waiting for their chance to touch the sun. I feel like that's how it would be for the silver flame. Just this huge line. You, everyone wants a chance to touch it. Mm-hmm. And it's, and at some point, some guy's like, what if we don't let them touch it? Like, won't the line move faster if we don't let them touch it? And everybody's like, they have to touch it. <laughs> that's part of the thing. You got to know that it's cold. Otherwise, it could just be any fire. Um, Something that's a little poetic about uh, this story is uh, Tira. She was a a follower of the Sovereign Host, uh, specifically that Sovereign of Light, Aroe. Right? And and so her, her belief in the light, she became the light. Oh, I think this really, you are done. Like your choice of Christianity and Judaism is really spot on because Christ was a Jew, right? And so she was a member of the sovereign host. I mean, I feel like that really does fit, you know, like the sovereign, yes. sovereign host. Are we are the original. We are, if, they, if anyone is real, it's us because we were first. And then everyone's like, well, that was like 2000. Yes, but years we ago. have a flame and we could touch it. Is it touching it? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. So, wait, so yeah. wait, go ahead. So that was two two millennia, two thousand years before. So uh, that two millennia is about when the silver flame was created, and that's but that's two thousand years, right? That's what two millennia is. It's, and then a millennia, no, <laughs> a millennia is is a hundred million years. No, isn't a millennia a thousand years? That was a thousand years. Millennia is a thousand. Okay, yeah. well, I, I apologize. I am talking about one million years for the demon age and one million years until yeah. the silver so flame. Even, oh, even that's though, completely like, different. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that I was wrong in my words. I no, you're, no, you're good. I'm glad you didn't realize. 
I know that a millennium is a thousand years, but I also knew Eli meant a million years in my head. <laughs> I'm so I, glad I asked. Yes, yeah. holy hell. Yeah, that yeah, changes yeah, things. Yeah. So, we are paling in comparison to two frames here. Million years. Okay, that's very uh-huh. different. Uh-huh. That's yeah, there's no way people believe in that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, they still do. They still believe in the sovereign host. They say they uh, do. They, I, they I want, say they do. <laughs> so I want to talk about the structure. Of the church. Well, and then... you'll probably have to do a part two on this because we are. No, no. I'm going to squeeze it in right now. All oh, right? you got 30 seconds. Church is divided into three orders. There's ministers. They're the, like the upper management. There's the Templars. They're the protectors. And then there are the friars. This is more uh, entry level and missionaries. And I do want to say that uh, uh, because of the belief in the silver flame Resurrection is forbidden for when somebody dies, they will join and fuel the silver flame. Whoa. So to resurrect somebody is a sin and to take from the silver flame itself. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, so you, you got to go to House uh, Drasco, man. That's we're going to talk deal. more about that in the treasure room. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks for listening. You've been floored. Now go floor your friends. Don't tell them they've been floored. At least ask them. <laughs> think about it. Like, think about it. Listen, like, think about that episode. Think about the cool stuff that happened. Think about, you know, do you have proof? Because I'll sign up right now. Like, all that fun stuff we talked about. <laughs> and then ask yourself, were you floored? Because if you were, go, go floor your friends. Tell them they were floored. If you enjoyed this episode and want more on the topic... We record a special treasure room for our patrons after every episode. In the regular episode, we go deep. In the treasure room, we go wide. To enjoy the bonus content, sign up at the fluorite level or higher. There is a treasure room for every episode from August 2021 and on. That's double the content. Two episodes a week instead of one. Go to www.patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. That's floor spelled F-L-O-R-E. Select the fluorite tier or higher. Immediately after each episode is released, the treasure room will post the bonus audio on Patreon. They are identified by the tag treasure room after and the title of the episode. You can also do a search for the keywords treasure room and find all the content you've been missing. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah, and if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us what you like about it, maybe you even want to share the content with your friends. Uh, Like and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes. And we actually started a Discord, so come play with us. So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a retcon. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction. Or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, fantasyandlore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the air. <laughs> yes, we will. Also, the treasure room is now available. We have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there, and each week we add more. And uh, you can find the treasure room on patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And how do you spell that, Aaron? 
That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. Uh, we hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, think about your favorite part of the episode. Now, think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part. Because all of this is more fun together.